Welcome to Nine to Thrive, Lead Generation Uncovered with myself, Nikki Williams, business mentor and Laura Burnett, tech geek and email marketing extraordinaire from the Thrive Business Academy. I'm just like, you know, I'm just enjoying this whole process and that's why I'm doing it with a bit of va-va-voom today. Um, Laura and I are passionate about <laughs> telling you the truth about online business to support your lead generation, growth and income. And today, what we're going to be teaching you with this podcast is the top 10 ideas to build your email list for your online business in 2023. Um, come on down. That's what it feels like today. Um, so, okay, lead magnets. Lead magnet is the one thing that is the biggest thing, probably, I don't know, to build your um, email list. And it's a valuable or insane value resource that you offer to um, your ideal clients in exchange for their email address and name. OK, so that's ebooks, checklists, courses, webinars, masterclasses, um, you name it. That is what a lead magnet is. OK, and it's usually a free resource, but we always tell you a free resource, but something that you would want to charge for because it's got to be insane value to really make a difference in 2023. What's the next 100%, one? And it's it, that's it. Isn't it? Lead magnets is always when you think about how can I build an email list? Lead magnets, everyone must have, I will say. But also, it's not the only way to grow your email list. So now these other ideas are hopefully going to help you think out of the box and think of other ways that you can do it. So next up is opt-in forms. So an opt-in form is where someone would put in their first name and email address and they would join your email list. And it may be that they get something in return, they may not. So of course, we already know you're going to have an opt-in form with a lead magnet. But then you could also have an opt-in form that's going to be on maybe your homepage or in the footer of your website so it appears on all your pages, which is simply, please do not use the words newsletters. You'll learn that I hate that word, but don't put sign up to my newsletter because no one's going to do it. But like, for instance, I've got on one of my websites, sign up to receive weekly advice around tech and automation. So it's not mentioning the word newsletter. It's just saying, if you want to get some weekly advice from me, fill in this form, off you go then, nice and simple. And you can have these on the website, on the footer. You can have them in strategic places as well. You could have them on the bottom of your blog or your articles if you're doing anything like that as well. And there's lots of other places you can put them on your website. And it's just thinking about where could you put these opt-in forms and give people an opportunity. On any website, I would always say on the main pages that you've got, there should be an opt-in form on every single page. And that's why it's always ideal to pop it in the bottom of your footer and then it will be there. And then the next one we have is similar to on your websites again, but it's about the exit intent pop-ups, which, yep, some people find annoying, <laughs> I would say. I would say that, but it is a me. I actually hate pop-ups. I hate them, but I cannot argue with the stats. So I have a few clients who have pop-ups. Um, why exit intent would mean such as if you move your arrow, your mouse cursor over to the cross on a page, sometimes you'll get a pop-up to encourage you to fill in an opt-in form and do something, a next step. 
and they are actually have a very high conversion rate. So yes, you are going to annoy some people. Some people are not going to like it. Um, but it's amazing actually how many people actually fill them in. I've seen the stats with clients and they work. I hate them, but they work. The one I hate is that you can't, you can't, you can't get rid of it until you actually fill it out. And, yes. and that's what me because I like to have the freedom of choice. If they don't give me the freedom of choice, then that annoys me. Otherwise, I might well fill it in. And it is, it's a little reminder. It's a, and, and especially if you make that pop-up um, or that, um, yeah, the pop-up, like really exciting and insane value and like you'd be crazy not to fill it in. And that's what you want to do. You want to make them feel like they're crazy not to fill it in. And as you said, they work, don't they? they um, do. And also social media, okay? Super powerful tool. If you have a strategy um, around your social me media, you can really build your email list. Um, so that social media platforms are Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, which is my favorite. Um, you can offer your lead magnets, your masterclasses, et cetera, et cetera, to encourage your followers and the people that like your page um, to join your email list. So social media is a powerful tool um, to get people from there. And remember, you probably know people that have had their social media platforms taken down with no advance warning. And they've had hundreds of thousands of followers. But boom, just because you're popular doesn't mean they're not going to take you down. And that is really the key to moving all of the people that are following you and engaging with you into your email marketing system. Next up. So after that, we have your content upgrades. So you could have upgrades to specific pieces of content that you have. Um, have you got any examples, Nikki? Well, the, when you say content upgrades, it's basically if you've got an excerpt from an ebook as a blog post, and then you can then click on this to download the remainder of the ebook or you've got a recipe but to get all of the recipes you download the recipe book um so that's that's what i would yeah. um, say to make sure that it's like a little enticement of what's inside and then you can get the rest by doing this i love that idea it's a really good idea to have and then of course you can host giveaways and contests um i think i see them less now but they still work they still do it's work that's because the regulations have changed. So um, I used to do this uh, at competitions as a living years ago. It's really strange, I know. Um, but uh, the regulations have changed enormously for running competitions. So when you see a, oh, like my page and, and share it to five people, that's against the law. That's against the regulations now. So you can't do that. So it is harder to do it. And I think that's why we're seeing less of them. Um, but yeah, you're right. They do work, but maybe I don't know. As well as some of the others, I'm not too sure. Um, There's a lot of um, software you can get now. So generally, the laws change so that you must use authorized software to be able to do a giveaway. But you could do something such as, you know, enter to have a chance. So if you're a business coach, for instance, or a therapist or something, it could be enter for a chance to win a free session. So people would enter in their email address and do it. But you again, just make sure you follow the law with it. Um, generally means you have to use a piece of software um, to make sure everything is GDPR compliant when you do it and things like that. It could and it's be... also 
is, is picking the name out of the hat. So before we could yes. do a little rummage and we could go, oh, here's one I made earlier and pick out a name. You can't do that anymore. You have to do it in a generator that automatically yes. picks out the hat. But nope, still a good way to actually build your email list. And then one that really is powerful and a lot of people get scared about, I would say, is when you collaborate with other businesses so that they can help you grow their audience and also grow your own audience at the same time. A very popular way is obviously doing guest expert sessions, isn't it? So you could be a guest expert for someone and then you appear on their podcast in their membership their group but you get to promote your lead magnet after it so you're collaborating in that way but also you could collaborate in the way that probably not many people think about is where you know you promote other people's lead magnets don't you and you actually get that partnership set up and they tag you or they mention yes, you like a christmas list don't they where they put a christmas guide together with all of the best lead magnets or they share to their audience and then you share to your audience and then that way or sometimes you do like joint collaborative webinars, for example, yeah. or three-day events. There are so many incredible ways to get seen by other people's audiences. And the key with that is to complement each other, but not to um, compete against each other. So your audience could be helped by them and their audience can be helped by you. Um, and it works really well. And we found that ourselves, didn't we, Laura, that yeah. you offered the ideal client tech support i offered them mentoring um and we decided to bring our audiences together for one part of our area of business so um it is powerful really powerful oh and call to actions is another one yes call to actions and we're god you have so many places you can put call to actions nowadays isn't there like media posts yes blog posts by call to action, what we mean is a link, really, so that you'll tell someone to click a link. So like, I'm more than likely think of buttons. So someone, the button could say, get your, get access to this da, 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 now, and they click on it. And you can have them, obviously, on your website. So you definitely call to actions on your website. But on social media platforms now, a lot of them allow you to do it in your bio. So LinkedIn have done an update now, and you can put a link in your bio. So you can put, get your free into your bio and that's a call to action for people instagram have it where you can have a link in there and most people use things like Linktree and things like that don't they facebook profiles allow you to put a link in there don't they oh, and yeah personalized facebook groups that you're in now so if you're in a in somebody else's facebook group you can now update your own bio as well um so when somebody clicks on your little image it comes up with a link so, yeah, they're really amazing, all of the different call to actions that you can add everywhere. And it's just making sure that we've got the right ones in the right places. So don't be making it so that as well. I'd always say when you're writing a call to action, you need to write it in a way that's going to actually make them click it. You've got to tell them to click it and things like that. So there's lots of different tests you can do and test around and see what works best to make people click that link. So if you just put the name of it, such <clears> as, 10 tips to do da, 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 someone's gonna be less likely to click it instead of get access to your 10 tips for da, 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 da. so you need to think of the word you use on your call to action a really good tip for this one is go and make a google sheet of all of the different places you have your links 
And then every time you have a new lead magnet, if you run in a challenge, if you're opening a membership, whatever it is, you know exactly where you need to go and change all those links. Because there's nothing worse than giving a bad impression by leaving old links there that are null and void. So it will be a really good idea as you're going through and, and adding all your call to actions and all your links in all of the different places to also go in there and update it on a regular basis. I love that idea. That's great. And then, of course, another way you can get your email list building up is use referral marketing. So referral marketing is, I would say, it's quite popular at the minute. A lot of people seem to be doing a lot of referral marketing. Um, and that's a way to encourage existing subscribers to refer their friends. You see it a lot with big gurus, I would say, where they will promote other big gurus they're friends with. And they kind of use that to build up their email list. If you've got... Someone who, so say you're launching a new book, for instance, you could get your subscribe, not your subscribers, but you could get people close to you to refer your book for you. And they can say, like, can you refer this to your email list for me? And then obviously people are going to sign up to your book and be on your email list. Usually you offer something in exchange sometimes, don't you, Nikki? Yeah, yeah, you can do. Um, but again referral marketing can grow into a big beast sometimes and then it can be quite competitive um and um yeah i, th I think it's a tricky one isn't it i know i have you did you do that with it moon referral marketing we did not know but i've seen a lot of people do it but not do it myself yeah yeah that's it yeah it's it's an interesting one but not one that we can actually speak you know from ourselves doing it but we have um, used paid advertising. So this yeah. is something that we're doing at the moment with uh, the Thrive Business Academy and our business. We're using Facebook ads. Now, most people do not start out in business using paid advertising. We're only doing it because um, we've already got our own businesses as well as this one. So we knew that we could not advertise um, all of the things all of the time. So that's why we've gone down this route. Um, so you can reach a wider audience. Obviously, you're paying, um, I would say, substantially for each um, each person. That yeah, so I will say a few stats just because I know some people yes, like to do this stuff. So if you was going to have a freebie where someone fills in a form on Facebook, they don't go to a landing page, generally you're looking at, you're probably going to get around about a pound it's going to cost you per lead. We managed to get ours down to 70p, but... That's not the expectation. The expectation is about a pound to one pound fifty per email address. So if you're going to get 100 people signed up, obviously it's going to cost you at least 100 pounds to get them 100 emails. So you've got to think of it like that. Um, then you've obviously got it's about if you've got a free, no, it's not one, a freebie with a landing page and they have to click on a landing page to go to it, it significantly goes up. So you could be paying two pounds, two pounds fifty per lead. So you've just got to consider it like that. And I generally find that with Facebook ads, they're less targeted nowadays, especially with privacy settings on Facebook stuff. But you would get a higher conversion from targeting people you got organically than you would have targeting people through Facebook ads, if that makes sense. If I have people going on a Facebook ad and I want them to convert from the lead magnet to a paid product, I can expect around about a 3% conversion. Whereas if I was doing a free lead magnet to my organic social media, I could probably expect a 10% conversion because they tend to be knowing, they know you more because they've come from social media. Whereas if they come from a Facebook ad, they don't know you. They've just clicked on a Facebook ad. So keep that in mind. 
Yeah, no, that's really, really good. And again, we could, it's it's a recent thing for us so that we are, you know, very aware of those stats. And, um, and it's been quite a fascinating process, but most people do not start with that at all. Um, so I think that summarises our top 10 ideas to build your email list for your online business in 2023. It does, yeah. So just as a quick recap, number one, offer a lead magnet. Everyone needs that. Number two, use opt-in forms. Number three, use exit intent pop-ups. Number four, use social media. Number five, use content well, content upgrades. Number six, you can host giveaway, giveaways and contests. Number seven, collaborate with other businesses. Number eight, use call to actions in your content and on your profiles. Number nine, referral marketing. And last but not least, number 10, with use paid advertising. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, you must have a lead magnet. You've got to have somewhere for people to sign up to your list. You must have an opt-in form. Uh, but if you want to learn how to do all that kind of stuff, then you definitely need to join the Email Marketing Made Easy membership that we have at £7 a month. Um, and that makes it so that we can teach you step-by-step step how to get a lead magnet out into the world, including how to create your own landing page and design your lead magnets, everything that you need to do. If you want to find out more, go to thethrivebusinessacademy.com forward slash E-M-M-E and you will be able to find out more about how that may help you. But until then, we will see you in the next episode of 9 to 5 and have an amazing day, everyone.